Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Welcome to the Least of These Podcasts. We reach out to those the world has forgotten. If you'd like to know more about us and how you can donate to help us fulfill our mission, go to hisloveministries.net. Thank you very much and God bless you. But he says, what manner of love is this that the Father's bestowed on us that we should be called children of God? Think about that. We're children of God. And then he says here, Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. In this word, know, there's two different words here. He says, therefore, the world does not know us. And then the first word means to know by looking at or observing. And then the second word, know, is to know by experience, right? So they don't know us because they see us and they don't want to be like us they don't want anything to do with us if we're believers and it's the second one is they don't know him they don't experience him they don't have the fellowship with God they don't have that relationship with God you know and and it's like when you're I don't know if you're a believer or not I don't know how many guys are in here but when you're out in the world and you're a believer, most of the time, unbelievers don't want to have anything to do with you. And a lot of times, you can't have anything to do with them because the things they enjoy, the things they want to do, are opposite what you want to do, right? I was somewhere the other day, and I like to play a particular game with some of these people. It's uh, I think everybody that plays, I don't think any unbeliever believers. There may be one, but I go play because it's a fun game and I enjoy it, you know, and I like to, I'd rather do something than, than watch something, you know what I mean? I like to do stuff. I like physical activity. I like to lift weights. I like to do things that are physical. I enjoy that. You know? And so the other day, one of the guys, they, they started talking about all these things and I just got uncomfortable and I said, all right. I'll see y'all later. I'm heading home. And the guy looked at me and he says, why are you heading home? I said, I just am. I think it's time to head out and head to the house. And So I headed on to the house. You, know? you got to pick and choose your battles. You know, Sometimes it's just time to walk off when there's, there's not an opportunity. Sometimes you get those opportunities to talk to people and tell people, you know. And they all know that I don't drink and I don't and all the things they do and they know that they first first going over there and some of them say you want to be there I'm like nah you don't want one nah nah, I appreciate it and I didn't tell them they said well why not I said I don't drink you know I don't drink and you know I know some of them see my Facebook profile because we're friends with some of the people on there you know and they see the things I post and all. And so I'm taking a stand. And I guess if I ever get an opportunity and somebody seems interested, I'll talk about it. You know what I mean? But you got to pick and choose your times and your battles and how many people. You know, sometimes people just don't want to know the truth. But if you find somebody that's interested, and a lot of people will tell you they're believers. But they're, like I said, that's the point of this whole book is... People say we're believers, but the things they say and do don't match up with what they say they are. 
like I said, you know, you can say you're a helicopter pilot and you don't know how to do, you know, fly that thing, then I'm going to just say, you know what, you're a liar. You know, it might not be that quite that in their face, depending upon who they were. It's like the guy told the guy a couple of, last night, I think it was, that we were playing pickleball last night, and the guy says, we were all sweating to death because it was so hot, and the guy looks at me and he goes, he, he was like, I said, yeah, I was talking to this guy one time, and and uh, we were at the gym, and he told me, he says, I don't sweat, I'm, such, I'm in such good shape, I don't sweat. And uh, I just looked at him, and I, I said, kind of nodded my head. I said, the reason I nodded my head is because this boy was a 10th degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't go call him a liar. Because <laughs> I didn't feel like getting staunch, you know. <laughs> so uh, you just nod your head and go, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Believe what you want to. Think about it. <laughs> so you pick and choose your battles, right? Uh, he says, the world does not know us because it did not know him. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's when you live for Christ, it's, uh, it's hard to live with people. Sometimes you get excluded, not included, deliberately cut out and shut out of things, you know. And like I said, some things you want to be shut out and cut out of because they're just not anything that you want to be a part of. And so he says, beloved, notice that word beloved, that word beloved is the word, you know, that Jesus was used of Jesus when God the Father said, this is my beloved son, right, whom I'm well pleased twice while he was on earth, right? And so this means highly loved, highly favored. He says beloved. And he's talking to these people who are truly Christians. He says now we are children of God. And it has not been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. So he says beloved. Now we are children of God. See you don't have to wait to get to heaven if you're a believer. You're a child of the king right now right. You're not a child one day when you get to heaven. That's what, well, I'm going to heaven one day. Well, your life does not demonstrate that now. But if you're truly a child of the king, you're a child now. Right? And no matter what happens, you know, like I've said before, your father's your father's your father, right? He can disown you. He can say, I'm not your, your father anymore. He can write a piece of paper, disown you, do anything he wants to do, but you're still his child, right? The same thing with the Father in heaven. Once we know him, we are his children now. The moment we trust Christ, immediately we become his child, right? Immediately. And, and it can't be changed. It can't be undone. And it says it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. And you know, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly what we'll be, but it says here we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And basically what he's saying is as much as a man or a woman or a boy or a girl can be like God, we will be like him one day. And that's the goal here now on earth is to be like him, to live like him, 
to represent Him, to glorify Him if you know Christ. And if you know Him, that will be your desire, that will be your want to. Might not be what's happening, but it completely, but we are His children, right? And then He says, and whoever, everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. In other words, we're looking for that blessed hope. The Bible says Jesus is our blessed hope. And if we know that one day when we die, we're going to heaven, or we know one day when he comes back to get us that we're going to be with him and we're going to be like him, he says everybody who has what hope? The hope of going to heaven, the hope of being with him, does what? Purifies himself. We know what to be pure is, right? Be holy. Be right with God. He doesn't say everyone who has his hope is perfect, but he says purifies himself. So think about that, that we can be pure and righteous and holy. And if you look at yourself and you look at your life and you're truly a believer, then that's what you'll want to do. That you want to be pure, that you want to be right, that you want to be holy. And I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're looking at me thinking you're crazy. But I can tell you one thing, guys. I've lived on both sides of the fence, and I can tell you what I got now is way better than what I had before. You know, you, you can believe what you want to believe, but I can guarantee you, I don't have to wake up and wonder where all my money went or what I caught last night or what happened to my car or if I hurt somebody last night or what I did last night. Do I even remember what I did last night, right? I don't have to worry about all that stuff anymore because I know what I did last night and I got all my senses about me. But the days that I lived that way, it was not good. You wake up and you go, oh my word, I can't believe I did that. Or people tell you what you did and you say, I didn't do that. And they say, yeah, you did, ask so-and-so. That's what exactly what you did. Uh-huh. Go ask so-and-so, they'll tell you. Nah, Yeah. And that ain't a good thing. You know, it I know those feelings of hurt and pain and, you know, just don't even care whether you live or die or, you know, just all those feelings that go with living with that, guys. That's all it leads to is pain and heartache and sorrow. I mean, really, it does, doesn't it? And that's why I come and that's why I want to talk to y'all and that's why I want y'all to trust Christ and ask God to forgive you and save you if you haven't. I, I might not understand where you've been and what you've gone through in your ways, but the Bible says that there is no temptation such as common to man, but with the temptation when God will give you the way out, right? What does that mean? That means that, that there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, no matter, 
yeah, there might be different ways of doing these things, and but but people been doing stuff all since since time began, and and stuff is horrible at times. Things are tough at times. Some of them things are unbearable, and I have no idea what you've been through, but I know what I've been through, and it might not compare with what you've been through. But you know what? There's somebody out there that knows what you've been through and has come to the Lord. Probably a lot of people. But I can tell you one thing. Living with Jesus is a whole lot better than living without Him and trying to fill that emptiness inside with all these things of this world because they never satisfy. You wake up in the morning and you want more. You know, there's a verse in one of the books, I'm trying to remember where it's at, Proverbs, he says, the, the leech says, never says enough. And the eyes of a man say, are never satisfied. That means you always want more, right? You do it all night, what do you say? Give me some more. Give me some more. And that's all, all you can do. But the Bible speaks over and over and over again about the person who's the fool. And the fool doesn't mean somebody is stupid. It means somebody knows the truth and refuses to do what's right. They know that there's a God. They know that they aren't to trust Him. They know they aren't to ask God to forgive them and save them and change them, but yet they don't. And they continue to live. It's, it, it's the word that means it's like, uh, you know, you go to a restaurant restaurant or somewhere and you're sitting down at the table and you and the waitress comes back over there and says uh you want some more tea and you go no tea no thank you that's what it means it means when it says I, the fool is said in his heart no god there is no god it literally means the fool says no god for me no thank you i don't want any so guys, I hope that's not you. I hope and pray that there's this indescribable gift that God gives us, that He loves us, He cares for us. And you think about it, that God loves us so much that He sent His only begotten Son. I mean, think about that, that Jesus, who is God, lived on earth for us 33 years, guys. 33 years. And then he died this horrible death on a cross, which was nothing compared to the hell that he took when it was three hours of darkness. When, he, when it was darkness and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? During that period of time, God the Father was pouring out the sins of everybody who's ever been born, ever has been born, ever will be born on Jesus. And that forgiveness is available for anything you've done, anything you've thought about doing anything in life, you know, that you've been exposed to, that forgiveness is there. Like I said, somebody asked me one time, how do, you, how do I forgive myself for the things I've done? I said, if Jesus has forgiven you, you need to forgive yourself. Ask Jesus to forgive you and save you, and then you can say, oh God, <laughs> I'm cleansed in your eyes. You've forgiven me of everything, and so I can forgive myself for the things I've done. Paul says that put those things behind and press on towards the goal, towards the prize. I forget those things which are behind. That means everything. 
except for the things that are done for God to help you remember that you can do better things for him as time goes on. And so guys, please, if you don't know the Lord, ask him to forgive you, ask him to save you, ask him to change you. Because until you do, you're going to live this empty life that you'll always be missing something. And you know what that something is? It's Jesus. That's why you feel empty in here. That's why you feel empty in here. And I don't care how much drugs, how much alcohol, how much sex, how much you fill in the blank, how much of that you put in that spot, you will never feel satisfied. But Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the living water. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever drinks of me shall never thirst. Trust in him today. And if you know him, thank him for who he is and what he's done for you. And if you want to talk and don't understand it all, or you want to talk for a little while, whatever, I'll be glad to stick around and talk as long as you want, as long as they let me. But trust him today. Believe that Jesus is God. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried. He rose again the third day. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth, and believe with your whole being that Jesus is God, that he's Lord, and that he's been raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The gospel is the good news that Jesus died for our sins, he was buried, he rose again the third day. And by faith, that's saying, oh God, I believe it. I trust in you. I want to be forgiven based on what Jesus did and nothing else. And I want to go to heaven because of that. And if you will do that, then God will forgive you. God will save you. And then you can be like in 1 John 5, 13 and know that you have eternal life. Not hope so. Not say, well, I hope one day I might make it. You ain't going to make it. Unless you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you for these guys. Again, Lord, I just please, Lord, there's somebody here that's on the brink of trusting you just don't let that old devil whisper in their ear and say wait don't do it today but the bible says today is the day of salvation harden not your heart so lord i ask that somebody here today would just cry out say oh god i'm a sinner save me they would take you at your word and believe you because you said whoever calls on your name shall be saved whoever believes has eternal life. Do that today, Lord, for the rest of us that know you, Lord, help us continue to grow in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and continue to Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Please help us reach out to those the world has forgotten. Everyone we minister to is locked up in some way, shape, or form. Those in the nursing home facilities are locked up in bodies that do not work in a wheelchair or in a bed. We minister to children and youth who are locked up because of behavioral problems. Some have told us we want to have a real family because their parents have lost or given up custody of them. Other kids are locked up because they've committed crimes. We also minister to those locked up at the jails and the prisons, to those locked up in the 
addictions to drugs, alcohol, depression, and suicidal thoughts, to those locked up in a variety of other things that keep them from becoming who Jesus wants them to be. He came to give us abundant life, joy, and set us free, and these people that we minister to are not free. Our desire is to show them whatever their background, no matter what they've done, to see how much God loves them. We seek to help them receive forgiveness and freedom from their sin in Jesus Christ. We minister in the local area of Savannah, Georgia, and surrounding Effingham and Chatham area. We have recently expanded our ministry to the Lexington and Columbia, South Carolina area. We do over 2,000 services every year. We hope and pray that you will support us in some way that so we can continue our mission. Go to hisloveministries.net and click on the Donate Now button or send it via regular mail to Post Office Box 1881, Lexington, South Carolina, 29071. We hope and pray that you will do that. Thank you and God bless you. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John 8.32